Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. The Apostle Paul is writing to the church at Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8. And speaking of Jesus, he says, Wherefore he said, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Speaking of Jesus, Jesus gave gifts unto men. Then skipping down to verse 11, it says, And he, speaking of that same Jesus, gave some. Now he's going to describe the gifts that Jesus gave unto men. He, Jesus, gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Who gave those gifts? Jesus gave those gifts. And then it says in verse 12, for the perfecting or the maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So in verse number 12, the Apostle Paul tells us, or verse 11, he says what, who the gifts were, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Verse 12, he says the reason they're giving, given was to mature the saints, that's you and me, for the work of the ministry in order that the church might be edified. So just listen carefully. Jesus gave gifts unto men. So if you know someone who is an apostle, a prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, those gifts were given to the body of Christ to equip us to do the work of the ministry, to perfect or equip us to do the work of the ministry. And then he says how long they'll be there till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and a mature man. I think we can all agree that the church of Jesus Christ is not unified today. And so I personally believe those gifts are still functioning today because prophetically, verse 13 of chapter 4 has not come to pass. You say, Jimmy, why are you saying all that this morning? Because in these, in these daily encouragements, I, I, I have like a, at least a couple of goals in mind. One is to use God's word or maybe a testimony to bring encouragement to you every day or Monday through Friday at least. Uh, I can tell good stories and testimonies and they'll carry you only so far, but the word of God is what's going to strengthen you and carry you through. So one of my goals is to get out the word of God into your spirit, man, and pray that you'll live your life every day more encouraged and more edified by receiving that word. But there's a second reason, not just releasing God's word, but number two, my responsibility as one of those gifts, either apostle or prophet or evangelist or pastor or teacher, my responsibility primarily is to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry so they will mature, the saints will mature, and the saints will be used by God to build up the body of Christ. So God didn't design any one man or any one woman or any one person to do all the quote-unquote work in the church or in the ministry. He gave gifts to equip us to help each other be more encouraged and edified and grow in our faith. So one of the purposes of these daily 
devotions, daily times in the Word, daily encouragement. says, I want to equip you so you will be uh, sharper in your spiritual journey to receive God's Word and read God's Word for yourself and be blessed. Somebody shout me down now when I'm getting ready to start preaching real good. So I have shared on occasion with those of you at Celebration Church that um, in difficult days or maybe seasons that are unsettled in my own life, times are turbulent, things going haywire, cattywampus, everything's going sideways and upside down in the world, in my life, in the church, in my family. When I'm facing challenging days, kind of like we've been facing in our country, really more than the last 18 months, but the last 18 months with the onset of COVID and so much unrest in America and political upheaval and people just being mean and nasty. It's one thing for the world to be mean and nasty, but I'm really grieved about how many Christians are being mean and nasty toward each other. Um, anyway, that's another, that's, another, that's another podcast there. So what I do is, when there are days like we're living in, I have a tendency to dive into the Psalms. I just, I dive into the Psalms, not that I neglect other scriptures, um, but I read the Psalms regularly when the days are difficult, primarily because as I've read through the Psalms for, for years now, I recognize that pretty much every situation I'm ever faced with, either David or another writer of the Psalms has already faced it. And then they always give hope in the Psalms for you and I, if we put our faith and trust in the Lord. So no matter what I'm going through, more than likely, if I read all through the Psalms, I'm going to find somebody who's already been in a similar, maybe not exact, a similar situation, similar circumstance, and God has brought them through. So that's why I read through the Psalms regularly. I've said before that the Psalms bring comfort to my heart. Uh, Number two, the Psalms give me confidence. And then the Psalms sometimes will get up in your face and challenge you. And so I want to encourage you just to begin to read through the Psalms. It can be part of a Psalm every day. You can begin in Psalms that you already know. You can start in Psalm 1, the first day of the month, and read Psalm 1, Psalm 2, all the way through the 30 or 31 days, and then uh, just go the next month into the next Psalm. And uh, in 150 days, you can read through the Psalms, which is what, five months, just one Psalm a day. Anyway, so that's my encouragement to you, read through the Psalms. Now, in Psalm chapter, let me give you, let me give you one Psalm today before we go. In Psalm chapter 119, the longest chapter of the Bible, almost every verse refers to God's word. In Psalm 119, verse 50, listen to what the psalmist says. This is my comfort in my affliction. So the word comfort there means to comfort or to bring consolation. Watch this. It makes me feel better. If anybody comforts us or consoles us, what are they trying to do? They're trying to make us feel better. So here's Bryson paraphrase. This is how I feel better in my affliction. And the word affliction there means misery. Listen, if you trace back the root word in the Hebrew, it comes from a word which means to be pressed down, oppressed, or depressed. How many people do you know that are Christians today that are suffering depression. Here's what the writer said. This is how I feel better in my depression or when I'm feeling bad. 
your word has quickened me. And so what he says is, here's how I feel better. I feel better when I am oppressed or feeling depressed. I feel better when I read your word and I get in your word because your word quickens me, which means it makes me alive again, and your word comforts me. Your word makes me feel better. Just real quickly, just say you're going through the fire. The fire, man, like the fire at work or fire on your jaw, I mean, on uh, in, in your family or whatever, and you just feel like you can't make it. Go back and read sometimes uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were thrown into the midst of the fiery furnace. And when they got thrown in, if you read it carefully, the Son of Man was already in there, and God delivered them not from the fire, but through the fire so supernaturally they did not even smell like smoke. So when I read God's word, when I read that, if I'm in the fire, it gives me hope and encourages me. And I just feel better if I know that God was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God is with me also. So my encouragement today is stay in the Psalms, get in the Psalms, and let God's word comfort you this and every day in these, what the Bible would call, miserable days. Have a great day.